Alright, welcome to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Good morning. It is Friday, February 16, 2024. Good to have you with us. Thankfully, this is in stereo, regardless if it gets cut off or not. Whether if we radio DJ likes or not. <laughs> However, if you like it or not. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and get some weather, guys. Um, okay. I'm going to grab a tar there. Um, right now in Dallas, it is 36 degrees with overcast clouds. On Friday, it'll be raining with 43 degrees high, um, 36 low. Um, Saturday, I think it says it's rain and snow. Yep. Saturday, rain and snow, 36 high. 34 low, um, and the rest of the week, it'll just be raining, um, I'll just read the temperatures, um, Sunday will be 43, Monday will be 45, um, Tuesday will be 52, um, Wednesday will be 54, and Thursday will also be 54. So there you go. And this love report is provided by um, our website. I just read off of there. Um, um, yeah. I believe the forecast widgets from like Forecast 7 or something like that. I don't know. I just searched HTML5 weather widget and I got something there. So there you go. So yeah, just a little quick weather report there. Now, on to some readers of Spawn Stories. West Side Ballpark would jam the roads after all. Huh. Hey, the Portland Diamond Project. Way to go. You're the latest entity to consider abandoning Portland for the suburbs. Portland Diamond Project eyes Red Tail Golf Course for potential MLB ballpark entertainment district. And by the way, she's being sarcastic, by the way. <clears throat> when she said way to go. And are you nuts? A baseball park near the intersection of Highway 217, Hall Boulevard, and Shoals Ferry Road? What a nightmare. How about calling it Idling Exhaust Park, home to tire traffic jams? If we ever have a chance to get a Major League Baseball team in Portland, you're going to have to do better than this, than this latest idea. Please go back to the drawing board by John Marshall of Portland. believe that's it. Now on the Portland still have a great great place. I want a report I want to report on my experiences from a recent week in Portland. On Friday, my partner and I went to the movies at the Laurel Hearst Theater and the place was packed. Afterward, we wanted to get something to eat. Every restaurant we went by was also packed. Even our favorite local pizza spot, Baby Doll, only had two seats open at the counter. 
on Saturday, we biked downtown to check out the Winter Light Festival. Portland Winter Light Festival packs downtown with flames, lights, and limited fans. Photos, February 3rd. So, yeah. Well, you gotta say for the readers to spawn letters, um... Now, of course, the Timberwolves were blasted by the Blazers. Well... Actually, no. Hold on. Yep, Minnesota Timberwolves are... Or... Yep, Timberwolves are... Beating their asses. I'm so sorry about that, but I had to say anyway. The Timberwolves bested the Trailblazers by a lot of points, 128 by 91. And they fell behind big early to the Minnesota Timberwolves and battled back to Trailo by just single digits in the third quarter and then were completely destroyed by the rest of the way. Minnesota had won 148-91 to send both teams the All-Star break. Jeremiah Grant led the Blazers with 20 points and Efraini Simmons scored 12 with 6 assists. Minnesota guard Anthony Edwards led Minnesota with 34 points. Carl Anthony Towns had put up 23 points with 8 rebounds. The Timberwolves in the 4th quarter continued to dominate in the 4th quarter and at one point led by 38 points. In the 3rd quarter, Timberwolves had 99, Blazers only had 76. The Blazers had closed the gap to 73 to 65 before Minnesota had closed the quarter with a 26 to 11 run. By halftime, the Timberwolves had 66, the Blazers had 51. The Blazers had turned things around the second quarter by outscoring Minnesota by 37-22. But unfortunately, it wasn't good enough. So even then, for it being a home game, the Minnesota Timberwolves blast them out of space. So that's kind of sad, really. But you know what? I just realized ever since they traded Damian Lillard for, um... for, um, someone else for, like, some other team. I forget what team it was. Um... There's really no point for me rooting for the Trailblazers anymore. There's really no good teams here in Port here in. I mean, there's really no good. There's really no good teams to root for anymore. Local teams, that is. I mean, there was, but there really isn't anymore. It pretty much just forces me to find a team outside of the state that isn't local to root for. It's so annoying. And it just doesn't make any sense, but it is the truth. 
all the local teams, well, I mean, with the exception of the Marineros, but they never even, I just real, just found out recently, thanks David, a trivia guru from Tools Taproom, who has told us that, um, that apparently they also never made it to the World Series. So that's interesting. So, yeah, um... So I don't quite understand that, but that's just how it is. Um, but yeah, it's kind of sad, really, how things have become. Um, Anyway, coming up later on for music, we'll have um, David Kushner, I think. Because why not? It's been a little bit slow, though, I will admit. I will admit, though, my computer's being a little bit slow today. That's interesting. I don't quite understand that. I'm looking to that. But anyway, um... Coming up is David Costner Daylight, Paint the Town Red by Dudger Cat, and after that is Food Talk. Don't go away, more of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be right back. Yep, we'll be right back. That was Paint the Town Red by Dudger Cat and David Costner Daylight on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. Yeah! Alright, it's now time for food talk. I gotta pull it up right quick, but I can do that with F, enter, and there we go. Alright, let's search for a hot chocolate recipe, because I am curious. I just made some hot chocolate right here, if you're wondering. No, there's nothing. Darn it. Oh, well. Well. I don't know what else. I guess we'll just read something else then. Just read a copycat recipe then. There would be a hot chocolate recipe. There's not. Oh, well. Too bad. What about copycat Chick-fil-A recipe? Let's see what those are, at least. Copycat Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Whoa. <laughs> All the flavor of your favorite fried chicken sandwich straight from your kitchen. Easy and delicious. <laughs> it's ready in an hour and 20 minutes. You'll need 16 ingredients. It yields four sandwiches and it serves four. Here's the ingredients. We'll start with the wet. You need a half cup of pickle juice and a half cup of whole milk. 
for the dry ingredients, you'll need a half cup, well not a half cup, but a half teaspoon of garlic powder, a half teaspoon of onion powder, now three cups of all-purpose flour, a fourth cup of powdered sugar, don't ask me why, <laughs> two tablespoons of baking powder, one tablespoon of kosher salt, yep, that's a thing, one tablespoon of paprika, and two teaspoons of chili powder. Now, for the chicken, you need four boneless, skinless chicken thighs, one egg, six cups of peanut oil, wow, a lot of peanut oil for a change, four hamburger buns, which are split and toasted as well, two tablespoons of butter that's melted, and eight pickle chips from one jar of pickle chips that are 16-ounce jars, if possible. Alright, here we go. Here's the directions. Step 1. In a medium bowl, whisk together wet ingredients, add the chicken, making sure to coat evenly. Allow the chicken to marinate for 20 minutes. Sorry, um, meanwhile, in a medium-sized pot over medium-high, heat the oil to 350 in degrees Fahrenheit while oil heats in a medium bowl whisk together the dry ingredients. Step 2. Reserving the marinade, remove the chicken to a plate. Whisk the egg into the marinade. Dip the chicken into the, into the egg mixture, one piece at a time, shaking off excess egg mixture. Dredge the chicken piece in flour mix, making sure to coat evenly on both sides. Now repeat the breading process, egg mixture the flour mix one more time, set the chicken aside. Line a baking sheet with paper towels now. That's step two, by the way. Now on to step three. Once the oil is heated, cook the chicken until golden brown on each side, about two to three minutes aside. Chicken should be opaque in the center. Place cooked chicken on prepared baking sheet to drain now. And that's step three, by the way. Now the last step, step four. Brush toasted buns with butter. Place two pickle slices on each bun and top of the chicken. Simple as that. And there you go. That's a Chick-fil-A recipe. And now I'm wondering, why is there powdered sugar? That does not seem right. There is nothing sweet about Chick-fil-A sandwich between Chick-fil-A batter. Yeah, I'm going to see the replies on here. Sugar aids browning. It's not a lot in three cups of flour. <coughs> probably not really noticeable, but you could probably reduce or eliminate. Could be the balance of pickle juice, perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, who knows? Who cares? Probably should though. Um, 
Anyway, we still got four minutes, so we may have to read something really quick. Um, how about Chick-fil-A Frosted Lemonade, guys? It should be quick enough. Yeah. Alright, I'm not even going to bother reading the description, um, but um, it's Copycat Chick-fil-A Frosted Lemonade. Um, it's ready in 13 minutes. There's five ingredients. It yields two frosted lemonades. It serves two for very obvious reasons. You'll need one pint of vanilla ice cream. Make sure it's softened, though. You'll also need one cup of milk, a half cup of lemon juice, one tablespoon of vanilla, and a half cup of powdered sugar, because why not? And there's only two steps in this um, recipe, so here we go. Step one. Allow the ice cream to soften outside of the freezer for about 10 minutes, hence the reason why it says softened ice cream. And then the next step, and the last step as well, is add all the ingredients to a blender. Blend until smooth and creamy, and divide between the glasses, and serve immediately. And there you go. So yeah, no one knows about it, but I'm sharing it anyway. But anyway, yeah, those are two Chick-fil-A um, copycat recipes. I don't know if we have a Chick-fil-A nearby, but if you don't, there you go. Try some of Chick-fil-A's copycat recipes on food.com and see if they're any good. Maybe you want to try them for a change. <laughs> So you don't even need to go to a Chick-fil-A nearby because you can have the same experience in your own home. How about that? You don't even have to go to a nearby Chick-fil-A, even if there isn't one nearby. So there you go. But anyway, um, that was just Chick-fil-A recipes you just heard, um, courtesy of food.com. And now for music, we're going to be playing, um, Erotic, well, should we play Erotic Grande? Actually, let's play Doshi What Is solo version for a change, so that's, really hasn't gotten a lot of airplay, I don't think, it seems, which is kind of interesting. I think for the next song, uh, I'm trying to think what else we can play, um, um, uh, probably, um, something that's a little bit longer, um, how about Die For You by The Weeknd, how about that? Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. I already put Pikachu to sleep. We'll be playing Pokemon Sleep at 7.20 a.m., by the way. <coughs> anyway, we'll be right back right after this with TMZ Celebrity News at 7.40 a.m. We'll be right back. Don't go away. That was Die For You by The Weeknd and Doshi What Is Solo Version. Right here on the Turkey Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Is this... Okay, yeah, it's still in stereo. That's good. 
Alright, let's go ahead and get some TMZ celebrity news. I forgot to pull it up, but again, T enter, and we got it. Oh, I really wish I played Taylor Swift first, but we'll play it later, don't worry. Um, okay, Taylor Swift. 100 grand a family of women killed in Kansas City shooting. Oh no. Taylor Swift opened up her wallet to help the fam- Oh, Taylor Swift opened up her wallet to help the family of the woman who was killed during the Kansas City parade shooting. Forking out six figures as she started her Australia shows. A GoFundMe has been set up Thursday for Elizabeth Lisa Los Lopez Galvin. Specifically, to assist her loved ones in setting up a proper memorial for her, as well as general financial assistance. She left behind a husband and two kids, and the goal was she set was 75000 Taylor gave an assist and, su- and then some. <laughs> Taylor Swift chipping in a total of $100,000 just from herself alone, which came in the form of two different $50,000 contributions, which she literally put in her name. Yep, that's right. Taylor Swift. She also even left a sweet note along for donations, which she wrote, Sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of your devastating loss. With love, Taylor Swift. The cash offerings generated overnight, just ahead of Taylor's first concert overnight. Well, well, they did generate overnight, just ahead of Taylor's first concert in Melbourne, where she's been the past couple days to prepare for a string of shows there, as her Eras tour ramps up again. But Taylor did not address the shooting during her performance, though. I'm pretty sure she did, because it was such a sad... Thing to talk about, but still, this donation uh, has been speaking volumes, and it does make clear that she's very well aware of what happened. And Taylor has proven to be incredibly sensitive to tragedies, including the ones that have happened at her own shows as well. And remember. A young fan died at one of her performances in Brazil back in November. And remember that Taylor Swift ended up canceling the very next concert, recognizing the loss. <laughs> yeah, I remember talking about that too, by the way. Ah, uh, yes. Now we're talking about another thing related to the Kansas City shooting. This time it's talking about Travis Kelce and Brittany Mahomes who were pictured at the private dinner after the shooting. Travis Kelce and Brittany Mahomes showed up in the same photograph that shows exactly who was in attendance for the private dinner after the Kansas State shooting this week. Chiefs tight end Matt Bushman's wife, Emily, proudly has posted the pic Thursday on her social media account owning the fact that she and her hubby were among the people there. 
which, as it turns out, was a lot smaller than anyone previously thought, though. Emily included the snap as part of a collage of photos that she uploaded, she, which showed her and Matt enjoying the parade earlier in the day, and eventually landing at the Grand Falon. She also wrote in her caption, Yesterday was tough. Not going to allow evil to take away all the happiness and memories of the day. The team and city had deserved to celebrate and what a fun parade we had. Emily later goes on to say, I'll never forget the chaos and fear that followed the parade. Our family will still be continuing to pray for the victims of the shooting. We love Kansas City. KC or whatever means Kansas City. In her picture, you can see that Matt, Travis, Brittany, fellow chief teammates Creed Humphrey, Tommy Townsend, and us some others were in the mix as well. But all in all, it was about 14 people. But no sign of Patrick in his photos, surprisingly. Although we know he was among the people there. And presumably, he's the one handling camera duties here. Neither he nor Travis have addressed the fact that they were at the restaurant and continued on with their plan to celebrate. But just about all the chief players, though, however, have expressed their condolences in the wake of the shooting. It is kind of interesting, though, that Emily seems to be telegraphing on how the group at large might feel about the backlash you're getting right now. And on its face, you could argue she's totally owning it. <laughs> Alright, let's read about something different now. I don't know if we'll have time, but we'll do it anyway. Prince Harry, KG answers on Charles' diagnosis stays between me and him. Pr Prince Harry, let's see how long this is. Um... Actually, you know what, um... Yeah, let's just go ahead and play it safe and not read it. Um, really super excited to read it for you, but, um... I'm a little bit concerned of going over, guys, because I want to make sure I go even stay with Pokemon News while I... Pokemon Go at 8 a.m., so there you go. So, better safe than sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, coming up in the next segment, we're going to play some Pokemon Go. I don't think any Pokemon have gotten knocked out of any gyms yet, which is kind of interesting. But maybe it just hasn't notified me, or maybe I just cleared it out without knowing. I don't know. I hope not. But I guess we'll find out when I open it up at 8 a.m., I guess. See what happens. What could possibly go wrong, guys? What could possibly go wrong? Just saying. I hear that hard drive going like crazy. Making so much noise, even causing my 
But death survivorate, I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. <laughs> it's ludicrous. But anyway, um... Coming up just before Pokemon News... Well, not Pokemon News, but playing Pokemon Go segment ADM is, um... Is the Kimberloy, Jungkook, and Central C too much, and Steve Lacey's Bad Habits? I believe Steve Lacey's Bad Habit, if I'm not mistaken, is from Pokemon X soundtrack. Am I right? Yep, looks like it is. So, yeah, that's kind of funny. Um... <laughs> When it comes to Pokemon, I'm kind of a nerd of it, but yeah, I'm sorry about that, but it's the truth. Anyway, um, stay tuned for the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, the second half. We'll kick things off with the second half with um, Pokemon Go. Very likely a Pokemon did get knocked out of a gym, but I'm hoping that they got me some coins. Probably not, but we'll see what happens. But anyway, coming up, it's Pokemon Go at 8 a.m. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away with Pokemon Go. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Yep. That was Bad Habit by Steve Lacey and the Kid Boy, Jungkook, and Central C. Too much on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. <laughs> Alright, it is Friday, February 16th, 2024, if you are not aware. I think I've just hit my street, guys. I've done the morning show for five days straight, so that's a good sign. Um, so there you go. Now, I did turn on the Bluetooth speaker, though, um, so I'm not really sure if my phone's connected or if it's a tablet, but I guess we'll find out when I launch Pokemon Go. I think that's Aunt Lou, but, um... But the problem is I don't have the show set up for her. But I think she's going to hear me from my room. We'll see what happens. But let's just do it anyway. We got nothing to lose. Okay, it looks like it did connect to the phone. Alright. It looks like Rockruff has something to give me. Alright, so Birch Park did change color, and looks like Birch Park paid my coins. That's a good sign. Um, Alright, let's go ahead and heal you now, um, before we play your cry. And I approach not do the trick. Since you paid my 50 coins, it only seems proper to hear your cry. Let's go ahead and turn the speaker up a little bit so I can hear it better. Alright, here we go. That's Del Fox, by the way, if you're wondering. And, if you're curious to see what the park is now, um, it's yellow, of course, what else? <laughs> They're Pokemon the attention, but, um, I don't think I'm gonna involve her. Yeah, I'm not gonna involve her. Who cares? I'll just put in more later today. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and check up on Rockruff now. I just realized I may have to open up my door for that, which means a dog may get in. The what Winston that is. Yeah. Not Rockruff, but you know what I mean. 
But you know what? We'll try it with the door closed. I mean, either Winston might crack it open anyway. I'm having a hard time with this because my headset. So, um, what? Let me turn around this way. Yeah, let's do that that way. That's a little easier. Um, out of the way. Hit, hit use. Look at open up whatever this is. All right. Wants to use AR mode. Why am I not surprised? Oh, okay. Yeah, it seems really close, but let's do it anyway. Uh, this is long enough to open it up. Oh, it's an Oshawott sticker. Alright, let's just get out of here. We're not going to give him any treats right now. I just want to open up that one gift. That's all. And as you can probably tell, well, I can tell. There's a raid story net in the Birch Park. So there you go. I have 78 coins, by the way. Uh, let's, how much room do I have in my bag, I wonder? Plenty. Let's open up that free gift. Pokeball and a potion. Two Pokeballs and a potion, that is. Well, actually, two Pokeballs and two potions, I should say. <laughs> I only have 78 coins. I'll just let them rack up. At least this time, Birds Park gave me the coins, that is. That's a good sign. Like, it really matters, but that's just how it is. And, um... Now, um, this month has been pretty big for me in Pokemon Go, um, by the way, um, and there's a good excuse for that, um, because, um, because I've gotten two Pokemon that are kind of interesting, um, we'll start with the first one, I know I've already explained about this, but I'm gonna explain it again anyway. I've caught a second legendary. The first one I caught was Zygarde, which was last year, back in 2023, as part of a special research mission. But this one I caught back on Valentine's Day. This one's Anamorous. This one's a little bit harder to get, but we got it somehow, miraculously. This one, if I'm not mistaken, is from Legends of Arceus. And the other one I got was also from Special Research as well. It was part of Finding Your Voice. Let's look at it. Go for this. Where are you at? There you are. <laughs> this one's called Meloetta. I'm not sure which generation it's from. It might be from Gen 5, if I'm not mistaken. Gen 6? I don't know. Let me check the Pokedex and see. I forget what gen it's from. Uh, let me check on um, Kalos. <sighs> nope. I'd be Zygar. Let me check Unova. Probably Unova. Yep, it's the last one there, Unova. So, yep, yeah, looks like it's from Black and White. Well, technically black too and white too, but you get what I'm saying. 
think it was one of the last few Pokemon you could get in the... It was one of the last, very last Pokemon. It was like one of the event Pokemon you could get in, like, Black 2 and White 2. I remember they were, like, doing some special promotion back in, like, early 2013 for Black 2 and White 2, I believe. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's try getting my first catch of the day, guys. We'll just do it with a pig here. I don't have any candy berries, so we'll just have to use a raspberry. Doesn't really do throw, but yep. I'm not really doing good throws today. Okay, I guess I wanted to be that. Okay. Five days streak. What's coincidence? Zero. There we go. Alright, let's just go ahead and stop it here now. Anyway, um, now that was Pokemon Go you just heard, so, um, yeah. And coming up in the next segment, we're going to do even more Pokemon. We're going to do Pokemon Sleep that time. Um, so just when you think Pokemon was over with, it ain't. There's going to be more Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be Pokemon Sleep coming up next, so... If you thought Pokemon was over with, you're wrong. It isn't. We're going to be doing Pokemon Sleep. Usually we would do music news or movie news. But you know what? I don't really feel like doing that. We're going to do Pokemon Sleep, okay? I just don't really feel like doing music news this time. I want to do something different, okay? If you don't like it, too bad. Suck it up. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, um... But yeah, Pokemon Sleep is coming up at 8.20 a.m. And then after that, we'll just do um, our typical weather news. Or maybe something else. We'll see what happens. But anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. Got here. Um, uh, I think I want to pay Taylor Swift, guys. Um... Probably not take McRae. That song's way too short for what I need. Um, yeah, let's play Taylor Swift. Is this the, um... Looks like it is. I'll play anyway. Who cares? Yeah, we'll play... Actually, no, let's play, um... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's play Teddy Slim's Lose Control. And, um, next song I'm afraid to say is gonna be a surprise, guys, sadly. Boo-hoo. Anyway, more of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club with Pokemon Sleep at 8.20am. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Bloody Mary by Lady Gaga and Teddy Slim's Liz Control on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for you guys. <laughs> Alright, it's now 8.20 a.m. Let's go ahead and do our Pokemon Sleep Research now. Okay. 
played in full without spending money, everyone. Keep that in mind. Yes, we love to do that. So why not? Blake Shelton woke me up earlier today, by the way. That's my alarm, by the way. Blake Shelton on my Amazon Echo. Yep, start now. Okay. Six hours and a minute. Well, I slept one minute more. Hooray! I can really care. Okay, apparently sometimes didn't get tracked. Only 45 minutes, but okay. Slumbering type. That's usually typical. wondering I put luck incense and um yep luck incense and um friend incense out um looks like it's already out um so here we go leave twirl and sleep nodding sleep Droopy flute sleep. Stretching sleep. Weepy sleep. I believe that's it. That's all the sleep styles, or all the Pokemon there was. Right, looks like Gulpin's hungry, so let's go ahead and feed him. Hey Snorlax, how's your day going today? <laughs> Bingo! by his mouth he was pretty hungry I think that's good enough we don't we'll save the pokey biscuits for their time how about that yes yeah you made serious strides in your Pokemon sleep research after all keep it up next time yeah you too yeah we'll keep that photo even a two star, that's really nice. Okay, so this is gonna pull me up to rank 12 now. Yeah, I did! <laughs> I knew using that incense would help. I actually used two, actually, not. I didn't use just one incense, but two. I used the luck incense and, um,. Um, a uh, friend incense, or whatever you call it.
comes it to. Anyway, now we're back here again. Um, okay. Whoa. Yep, you got you. That's a funny cry. So we'll just work with that. <laughs> Sorry about me being so silent in this segment. I just, I'm just doing what I need to do. Pretty strong, but not extra tasty though. Who cares? Hopefully, you can hear the music at least. Um, let's see why you wouldn't. I will come over the top. Nope. Hey, you will want to feed him lunch or dinner. Yes, that's good enough. Now, Snorlax is eating berries, by the way. Here we go. Now, um, let's do our missions really quick. Okay, Valentine's. There we go. Alright, I guess that's it for this one. Alright, that was Pokemon Sleep there for you guys. Um, dying off like crazy. I feel like I'm going to go to sleep again. But that's why Pokemon Sleep's there, because you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> hard drive's going like crazy. Don't ask me why I'm saying that, I just am. Um, But just is, um Alright, um So what you were just hearing earlier was the uh, Pokemon Sleep segment. Coming up is a Ronnie Grande, yes and for a change. 
And then after that, we will have, um, um, hmm, trying to think here, um, something that is a little bit longer, um, how about something a little bit older? I Do You For Trouble by Taylor Swift, because why not? Anyway, coming up is a Ronnie Grande, Yes And, and a something a little bit classical. Well, not literally classical, but classical as in from 2013. I Knew You Were Trouble by Taylor Swift. From Red, back in 2012, 2013, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and after that, we'll just do our typical weather and news. Anyway, stay tuned. Coming up is the last segment of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. Yep. That was I Knew You Were Yes And on the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Good having you with us. Alright, it's now time to read the local weather. Right now in Dallas, it is 36 degrees outside with overcast clouds. Later today, it will be raining with 43 degrees and the low of 36. Tomorrow, um, it will be rain and snow, I believe. Let me double check by hovering over it. Yep, rain and snow, high 36, low 34. For the remainder of the week on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, it'll all be rain. Um, Sunday is 43, Monday is 45, Tuesday is 52, Wednesday is 54, and Thursday is 54. Those are the temperatures, by the way, for the highs. If you're wondering the lows, they are 34 for Sunday, 37 for Monday, 37 for Tuesday, 37 for Wednesday, and 43 for Thursday. So, yeah, um, kind of interesting there. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and see if anything new has been updated on the Orgodian. Um, there has been something updated about an hour ago, um, um, Oregon legislator considers $30 million for the semiconductor workforce training. What's this? What is this? Okay, I think we might have time to read this. A year after Oregon lawmakers have allocated more than 500 million dollars in subsidies and tax breaks for the state's semiconductor industry. The legislator is considering 30 million dollars more for workforce training at public universities and even community college. Computer chip manufacturing is one of Oregon's largest industries, by the way, and the state is hoping to grow the sector amid a federal push for more domestic semiconductor production. The state has allocated $240 million from last year's legislative 
appropriation to 15 companies planning to expand their Oregon operations. State economists anticipate that the chip industry will add more than 6,000 jobs over the next several years as a result of that growth. House Bill 4154 aims to help train those workers for that specialized field. Industry advocates have sought workforce training funds during last year's legislative session, but lawmakers focused on financial incentives for the industry instead. This year's bill would allocate $14.9 million to be shared among six public universities and even community colleges. And a roughly equal amount would go to a sustaining fund for nurturing skills needed in the semiconductor industry. This bill will help to fund the universities from community college on for the graduate school level. Representative Kim Wallen, R. R. Medford, testified at a February 6th committee hearing on the legislation. Oregon's chip industry had shed jobs last year, partially reversing a hiring spring accompanied a surge in semiconductor demand during the COVID-19 pandemic. Business leaders and industry advocates have believed that DIP is temporary and have made semiconductor workforce training a top priority for many years to come. House Bill 4154 has bipartisan support and 35 sponsors, but is competing with many other bills for attention and funding during this year's brief legislation session. Lawmakers have indicated they might offer partial funding this year and revisit the topic next year in 2025. Mike Rogoway covers Oregon technology and state economy. You can reach him at Mr. Well, not Mr., but M. Rogoway. It's M-R-O-G-O-W-A-Y at Argodian.com. And, yeah... So there you go, and then just talks about um, their present day sale or whatever. And there is something else I want to share with you. We'll go to it, um, sort of. Uh, let's just do this. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, the 150th celebration of Dallas, Oregon. Our city is turning 150 years old in February 2024. And we want to celebrate Dallas style. Join us in celebration on February 17, 2024. There will be a parade, pet parade, time capsule burial at City Hall, and more. Follow Dallas Sensential on Facebook by clicking below for the up-to-date event information. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a parade, all that cool stuff. There's even a pet parade, which is really nice. So let's see if we can view the um, event schedule. Alright, here's the event schedule. Um, the flag raising is at 10 a.m. to 10.15 a.m. The pet parade is at 10.45 a.m. The actual parade is at 11. The dignitary speeches and cake kindness is at noon. 
and then the time capsule burial at City Halls at 1.30 p.m. And throughout the day from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., there's displays in the Civic Center, there's Love Notes to Dallas, an antique quilt display, a historical timeline, and living history displays on Court Street. So check that out while you can, unless if you are willing to get rained on yourself and snowed on yourself, because like I said earlier, it is probably very likely going to be rain and snow, according to my website, because according to the forecast on my website, it says it's going to be rain and snow, so... Yeah, I don't know if this event is not going to be as good as suspected, so I don't know if a lot of people are going to come to it. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. <laughs> Seven tells me it's not going to be as speculate as not going to be as much spectators as Summerfest is or Crazy Days, I should say. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to do it for the Trippy Fox Radio Morning Club for Friday, February sixteenth, twenty twenty-four. As always, I did hit my five-day streak this week, which is very nice, actually. I thought that would never happen, but it did. It did happen. I did a morning show on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and today. So, five-day streak, everyone. You're welcome. So, that's definitely a good sign. I thought I would never do it, but I did. So, yeah. So, there you go. Um, anyway, that's it for the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. I'm just going to put some music in for you guys really quick. I already know I want to close it out with. We're going to close it out with... Um, um, we're, yeah, we're going to close it out with Billy Ellis, Holes I Made For. And Rima and Selena Gomez, Calm Down. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I still got a few seconds left to talk with you guys, but that, but anyway, yeah. If you don't want to get rained and snowed on, please don't go to the Dallas Centennial event. It's just not worth it. I wouldn't be surprised a lot of people may not go to that event because of how bad the weather is going to be. Maybe it could change. It doesn't look like it's going to change, though, unfortunately, because every time I've checked, it still has said the same thing, rain and snow, so... Yeah, I don't... I'm pretty sure they're still going to do the parade and everything. It's just not going to look very promising. But anyway, um, that is it for the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. But I will see you on Monday, hopefully. Probably won't hit my streak next week, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. I'll see you Monday, hopefully. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye!